Hi everyone welcome and back. welcome back. My name's Rose. And I'm Raha. And this is the Still Chill Podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How are you? It's been a while, hasn't it? Raha's just started a new job. Yes. With the NHS. Clap. <laughs> for you. Um, and yeah, it's really exciting actually, isn't it? It is exciting, not gonna lie. It's quite exciting stuff. Uh, we wanted to use this episode as, as kind of a check-in to see where we're at, what's going on. Um, I recently did a post about pandemic burnout and it resonated with so many people that we just kind of wanted to see where we're at. We had a big announcement this week. There's so much going on. Yeah. And we're in a really strange stage of the pandemic, I think. Yeah. So um, I thought, yeah, let's do that. Overthinking, overfeeling, overwhelmed, underwhelmed. Yeah. Flat. All of it at the same All time. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. How have you been feeling? I'm feeling okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, generally, like, I I could be worse, I could be better. I feel like I'm, I'm very much in the middle. I have my days. But, yeah, I would say generally, I'm okay, like, I'm good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think it's also because I've started this new job and, and things are feel like they're picking up again or they're yeah. changing. So that might be it, to be honest. But yeah, I'm I'm all right. Good. Happy to hear it. Um, I'm starting to feel a bit better now, but I did definitely go through a pandemic burnout stage where I just felt very fatigued, very tired. Um, even though I was still getting my eight hours, like nothing yeah. seemed to be filling me up. Uh, even my normal practices, even the things that I would normally go to to enjoy, I just didn't want to do anything. Mm. No motivation to do anything. Um, and this is something that I've spoken to a lot of clients about this week as well. I think it's a it's a, a natural outcome of being under prolonged stress yeah. for the whole year. You know, for those of us who have been working throughout, we've not really had a break. Not at all. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it caught up with me a little bit. Also, the weather massively impacts my mood. Yeah. I've, I've said this before, but seeing a bit of sunshine today is absolutely lovely. It's so nice. You know? Um, so, yes, if you're feeling flat, if you're feeling depleted, if you're feeling burnt out, I'm with you. I feel you. Um... It's temporary. Yeah. Make sure that you're looking after yourself. Whatever you feel like you need to do, just do it. Even if it means literally... I hibernated for two days. I just slept. Yeah. You know those days where you just like, you sleep, wake up, have a snack, watch something, fall back asleep, yeah. wake up, have a snack, like that. Mm-hmm. That, I had to have that for two days. Um, I think it's a lot of mixed emotions at the moment. Because I'm sure there's people who are feeling like that and they're feeling very depleted. And I'm sure that there's people who actually feel good as well. Not even necessarily, like, great, but just, like, they're just, like, okay. Well, it goes, it goes back to this, like... so circumstantial. Like, yeah. it just depends. Exactly. Everyone's situation is kind of different, even though we're all in lockdown. Some people are working, some people aren't, you know, it's just... We're going through a collective experience together, but we've also still got our personal experience yeah, within that. exactly. And that looks very different for everyone. And, you know, what I said, some people might not need rest at all. Maybe some people need movement. And mm-hmm. it's very... Um, it's a very personal thing. So it's all about getting in touch with what you think you mm-hmm. need. You know, be like, be honest with yourself. Yeah. Uh, so we did have a breakthrough this week, which was Boris's announcement. <laughs> yeah, a breakthrough. Didn't we? And that was, well, his treasured roadmap 
to freedom. It's <laughs> not what you call it, is it? No, but that's what it appears to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've been given a date in the UK, June 21st, and that's kind of when everything is meant to be back open, even like theatres and stuff, like everything. Yeah. And it tastes so good. It, it seems did. like it's so close, <laughs> you know? There's so many memes and everyone is just so excited for that date. Like, I feel like it's all I've seen on social media for the past few days. And I totally don't blame people because I feel the exact same way. Excited. And I'm somebody who is very much a homebody and I I don't even care much for going out and stuff. But I'm so excited to get out there. We bought outfits. <laughs> for the occasion. And even though, and I'm kind of on the other, I'm a little bit on the other side where... I've accepted that this may not be the date. Oh, for sure. But that yeah. still doesn't stop me from sitting and fantasizing um, and about to be honest, what it's going to be like when in we, the summer. Yeah, and when we have been given dates in the past, they have actually kind of stuck to that. Have they? Yeah. Like when we've opened things back up for Christmas, when yeah, we went yeah. back into lockdown and then opened things again. You yeah. Know, like it's whether it's in everyone's best interest, but I suppose they've always have just done it. They've just done it, yeah. even when, when the, you know, when the rates were going up. But again, I think my concern is that, like, a virus don't, doesn't keep time, you know? Like, it, it oh, doesn't no. follow structure, no, and everything has been so unpredictable, and there's been so much uncertainty that I think we're all just, like, craving that, that bit of control and, and safety, because we find safety and control. Yeah. Um... We're, we're craving that and we're latching on to June 21st. I think everyone is hanging on for dear... Like, everyone <laughs> is like, June 21st. Yes. That's when my life is going to change. And I totally get that. But I do worry for people creating... I don't want to say false hope because everyone has the right to hope. Absolutely. And it's a natural... And I want them to because I think it's what's keeping people going and optimistic and... You know, everyone's still got a bit of faith. But also, the more... Yeah, the more you cling to that date, the harder it's going to hit you if it doesn't happen and the disappointment is just going to be overwhelming, I think. Yeah. I think the hope has to be there. Yeah, definitely. And it's there because, you know, we know that this is temporary it's impermanent Mm -hmm. you know we know that this will be over I know for a fact that this will be over yeah um whether I you know when that is I don't know though that's the thing I know and it's also because it's June so it's summertime and I think that's what's getting everyone that much more excited because it's like (gasps) we're breaking up for the summer holiday do you know what I mean like everyone gets to go back out and it's just gonna be Oh, it's so... Even me thinking about it now, I'm like, oh, I can't wait. You can imagine it more as well because it yeah. is sunny. So you're just like, oh, bliss. Um, but yeah, I am trying to be mindful of how tightly I'm clinging to this. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when we're talking about clinging and, and the craving and the latching, like, these are all really, like, tight, mm-hmm. tense words we used to describe it. And that's exactly what it is. There's, we create this tension around this expectation. Yeah. And we hold it so close to us, to our hearts, um, that when it's, like, ripped from us, mm-hmm. it's that much more painful. painful. Yeah. So we can still hold that expectation but hold it loosely like hold it with your hand open with your palms open 
You know, we don't have to like squish it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm excited. I hope it's going to be okay. But also on the other hand, I suppose maybe my concerns are coming from um, my international clients who I speak to yeah. and they've not had a date, even though they have had a government announcement and their governments actually in most of the countries um, have been like, yeah, we don't know when this is going to end and it's a long road ahead. There is no hope, basically. Do you think that they're just choosing to be more honest? Um, I don't know. I don't know. With their people? Because I feel like they are. Sure, but I don't know if that's more detrimental to their mental health or not. Exactly. Yeah. I same, same, because I thought even if the government doesn't end up sticking to this date, they have to put something in place for people to to have something to look forward to or mm-hmm. just keep them going. Because I feel like if there wasn't a date, then the British people would really, really struggle. But like I said, like we need a sense of control to feel secure and safe. Yeah. And we we don't don't feel like we have that. There are still so many people who don't believe in the virus and who think this mm-hmm. is and, and like we're not going to go into conspiracies and things like that, but you know, this reality is very different for everyone. Yeah. Um but what we all have in common is that yeah, we've been stripped from this sense of control mm-hmm. over a lot of things in our life. Uh, so we're just trying to find that and we're seeking that and we're seeking that in places where we can't necessarily find it because yeah. it is unpredictable and it is uncertain. I But I also think that it's quite dangerous as well because I feel like when people think like quote unquote back to normal it's just going to wreak havoc. Like, I think people mm. are just going to take it so far. Like they did In before. the UK, anyway. <laughs> yeah, in the UK. I am talking specifically about the UK. Um, you know, the way that they were last year and those photos of the beaches. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and I totally understand But do we that. blame them? No, That's no, the no, no, not what... I don't blame people at all. Hey, I want to get out there and I want to be... I want to go to festivals, do you know what I mean? I want to be with so many people. enjoy the life. Exactly. Um... But I feel like during this time, people have like consistently talked about not going back to normal mm. be- and the way that things aren't going to be the way they were before and that we need to implement change and, you know, from now, you know, just, and I just think people are so desperate to get back to their old lives that it's going to be a massive struggle to try and change things systemically and actually that's just reminded me well not reminded me but yeah that's just made me think you know for all those people like ourselves that are very excited for everything to open back up again there are also a lot of people who are really concerned who feel really anxious about this who are worried about integrating back into society who are worried about going back into their old workplace you know all of that stuff so not everyone is looking forward to it and I think what's really missing is that there's no kind of like mental health strategy like there is nothing no psychologist and you know the government employs psychologists sorry what's the woman from the Kathy Kathy Creswell yeah um so there are people and you know it would be nice if we had some sort of like strategy to follow or something in place yeah that kind of puts our mental health first because 
obviously we're going to be impacted by this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as we're talking now, I've just caught myself doing something. Um, and I think it's a testament to the amount of overthinking that's happening for us at the moment, whether we're aware of it or not. But I've noticed that what we're doing is we're just like kind of uh, predicting what people's experiences might be like when yeah. essentially we don't really know. No. And this is the thing. I think this is, goes back to the date, whether there is a date, whether there isn't a date, is the idea that we don't really know pre-pandemic we didn't know and during a pandemic we didn't know I know it feels a lot more intensified now but it like the only thing if you like if you want to be in control the only thing that you can control is how you are in the present moment Mm -hmm. and the way that you experience in the present moment yeah and when we're constantly talking about what it's going to be like like hey this is what I'm going to do and um this is what people are going to go through and this is what I might go through and this is what's going to be really difficult and da 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 You miss out on the small moments of joy that could fill you up yeah, that are going on right now. For sure. That could make you feel better. Um, and ultimately, you know, we can't predict the future. We always try and predict in order to kind of do the most damage control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we try and put things in place um, so that we don't get, like, we get... We experience it in the best way possible. Yeah. But ultimately... Uh, the best way to do that is to just be your best, the best version of yourself now. Now. Like, in this moment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even when you feel like you don't want to be. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But do you struggle with that? Because I do. I have been struggling with that recently, but that, that tells me, like, in my meditations, I check in and I'm like, okay, yeah. like, your mind is racing. Um, and I think one of the reasons, actually, you mentioned this earlier, is that whilst we're at home... We've got way more time to just sit and ruminate yeah. and overthink and just and contemplate expectations. Yeah. Uh, contemplate, analyze how it how it's gone, what should have been different, what needs to be done in mm-hmm. the future. Um, and like I said, it's not that we should like we should free ourselves of all these expectations and yeah. desires and things, but it's how tightly we cling on to them. You know, mm-hmm. how, and and how much do we think we know? How much do we factualise things that aren't factual? Yes, yeah. Like, I'm trying to just imagine it as, oh, June 21st, that's nice. Yeah. You know, like, I'm looking forward to it, and I would like to do X, Y, and Z, but it's not... Set in stone. It's not set in stone, and I know that. Yeah. And I'm I'm more focused on what I'm trying to do, yeah, now, at this point. And like we said, like, we, we're we not trying to discourage you from feeling hopeful in any no, way. No, and excited I excited in any way. No, like, not please, at all. Please do. Um, because better times are coming. All of those things you are going to be able to do again. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of when, how soon, what's it actually going to be, be like. like. What's it actually going to be like, yeah, you know? Exactly. And it, it could, because... Social distancing, like, is that going to still be a thing then? Are people going to be mindful of it? Are people not? Are people who are mindful of it super worried that everybody around them is not taking it into consideration? You know, like, people with vulnerable family members at home, it's still going to be happening then. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm actually curious to see uh, what it's going to be like. Absolutely. Me too. Um, what are, What's like one of the things that helps you with overthinking? Because this is something that people have uh, messaged us about before, being like, hey, yeah. can you do an episode about overthinking? But w- personally, I think overthinking feeds into everything, into all the episodes that we've done. Oh, yeah. Um, so we wanted to just touch on it. Uh, 
as someone who does overthink a lot, <laughs> I definitely think meditation has helped me. In, w- in what way? Just in being able to catch my thoughts before they start um, snowballing, mm. I guess. Because a lot of the times when I overthink, I get to a certain point and I'm like, how did I even get to this thought? Yeah. And I and I retrace my steps and I think back and I'm like, what, mate, you have been... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Without even noticing, yeah. you've gone into... A... Where, how did you get from here to here? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's catching, like, my A thought before it gets to my P thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally get Yeah, that. like, catching myself as soon as that comes into my mind. Um, and then I don't even necessarily try and, like, change it. Because exactly. I feel like then I start to judge myself and I get mad and I'm like, well, oh, I need to change my perspective, you know? But yeah. I, don't, I don't do that. Um, I just, yeah, I just show awareness observe and I observe it and I'm like okay take a mental note that this is usually how my thought patterns go yeah um but I definitely find myself like when I'm not meditating or if I go like a long period of time without doing it or being mindful um I definitely fall back into those bad habits and I will overthink and overthink and that's how I know that's always the first indication for me that I'm not being mindful, that mm. I'm not um, that you're living... That you're on autopilot. That I'm on yeah. autopilot, exactly. Um, that's usually it. Yeah. What about you? Same. So meditation has helped to like catch my thoughts, but it doesn't necessarily make me think less, but it helps me to expand my awareness to other things. Yeah. So when I notice that I'm doing that, because, right do this with me (laughs) so you're noticing that you're thinking 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 right but at the same time you can notice the sound of my speech going into your ears you can notice your bum sat on your seat you can notice the way that you're grabbing your leg right now you can notice the other sounds that are going on around you so our awareness is expansive and we have the choice to direct it to wherever we want so I find that when I'm overthinking that my awareness is in my head or it's up here mm-hmm. that I need to move it into my body. And okay. the best way to do that for me is to just put on a tune. Oh. And get down. <laughs> really? Do a dance. I mean, I always do that. Yeah. But I never thought that that could But, that but with the awareness of how your body is moving. Yeah. Okay. You know, like... Because I know you say that it it doesn't necessarily mean that you think less. Yeah. But I actually think that I do. Yeah. When I'm more mindful. Like, if I... Like, when I was in the Netherlands, I feel like that was when I was meditating the most. And I found that the more I did it, the less... I Genuinely, the less I thought. Yeah. That, and that is true. And I, I just became like an, a sponge where I was just taking everything in all the time. And it was really nice. Yeah. And you're right. And that's my experience too. But I always say that it doesn't necessarily do that so people rid themselves of the expectation that that's going to happen yeah because that doesn't happen every single time and there are times where you meditate even me now as a teacher who's been doing it for years yeah um I find myself some days I'm just so distracted my mind is distracted but it's a check-in like hey this is where I'm at today and I need to get out of my mind so I'm gonna put on a (laughs) chum you know yeah yeah and I also just feel like um 
and sorry, exercise really helps with that as well. But exercise with the awareness, really with muscle awareness, you know, yeah. like there is a way to do it. You have to be aware of your body whilst you're doing it. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think exercise helps with that. I also noticed that when I was doing that, I actually remember it way more. Yeah. I notice how easily I like I completely forget my days. You could ask me like, "Oh, what were you doing two days ago?" and I have no idea. I can't remember. Yeah. But if I'm being mindful throughout my day, I will remember what I've done and I will remember even like when I think about when I was in the Netherlands, like I remember the place so perfectly. Yeah. Because it, Every single time I was cycling around and I was going to places, I was making such a conscious effort to be mindful at all times. And it's just, like, ingrained into my memory now. Mm. And I, just I mean, there's that. research to back, to back this. Yeah. This is what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what people are finding difficult, though, Raha, is being in the same environment constantly. Yeah. You, you know, having to be present with the same four walls. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I totally get, but you know, we have the option to go out for walks and stuff and that, you know, my dog getting me out in the morning yeah. is the best thing. And if it wasn't for him, I'm not sure I would do it. I'm so glad mm-hmm. uh, because it's a good opportunity to just change my energetic atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And there's just something about that morning air that hit mm. different. Really. If I ever go for a walk in the morning, it just sets me up for the day. Like, I feel so... When, like a mindful walk yeah. specifically I love it there's a lot of planes in the air there is there's a lot of snakes on these planes no, literally what are you doing? where are you flying to? the one in the panoramic <laughs> I'm joking um, what's your song of the week my dear? oh my song of the week is How Much Can a Heart Take by Lucky Day. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's very nice. What's yours? Um, my song of the week is A Storm on a Summer's Day by Full Crate and Gaida. I want to say her name is Gaida. Yeah. Um, Love her. Very nice. Very, very soothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those of you who care, D'Angelo is on Versus tomorrow. <laughs> The only one I've tuned into, but I'm so excited. All D'Angelo songs are my songs of the week. Um, um, so, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And we hope you have a lovely weekend, a lovely week, and we'll be back next Friday with a really cool series. Yes. See you next week. Ta-da. Ooh.